You are now you listening, are now to, listening the to the sweet sounds of Josie's Boy. What's going on, everybody? I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. And this is episode 144, Coming When It's Over. Hi, guys. What's going on, everybody? Uh, please, guys, if you do not know where to get us, I mean, by now, they should know where to get us. Yeah, but I think you should shout it out and let them know the rundown of where they can find us at. Please anyway. make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram at underscore Coming When It's Over. And you can check us out on Facebook on Call Me When It's Over. Go ahead and slide into our DMs and message us on Facebook. Yeah, please, please do. Uh, if if you guys are not subscribed yet, which by now they should be, um, but if you're not, make sure you guys go to iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Google Play to get it. And you can catch us on our homepage at RageWorks.net. So for those newcomers that are new to the page, yeah, man, you can find us on all those platforms. And for those iPhone and Android users, you can find us on multiple platforms. Yeah, pretty much. They can get us anywhere. All that yeah. stuff. Shout out to Big Rich, the man, the head of RageWorks.net. We appreciate you. Yes, you know what I'm saying? This thank you, This platform is almost three years old. So I'm very happy about that. Almost. March 11th. March 11th. March 11th. It's a big day. It's what? Three, it's three weeks. It's birthday. Yeah. No, nah, I don't do there, there's no zodiac anything for a podcast. It is a zodiac birthday for a podcast. We just I just said it was. Just cause you said it don't don't mean nothing. Oh, well, we changing the game. I'm, there, there, our, no, our there's no we No, it is not. It is, is not. March eleventh You can say whatever you want, but in existence it's not. It's it's yes, really it not. Is. Call yes, it what it you is. want to call it. I don't care what you call it. It's three years old and it's the Pisces. It is not. It is not. It is not. Okay, whatever. I'm not claiming nothing about no Pisces, nothing. It's, we don't do Zodiac signs for podcasts. And yes, like, it's a Pisces. It says who? Moving Anyway, on. anyway, anyway. Did you watch the All-Star game? I watched... You know what? I um get I get wrapped into it when I'm like sitting around with friends. Is that a no? No, it's not that <laughs> I didn't watch it. It just was like, you know, if it was on television, then I saw it. But, I mean, I'm not really a big... You know, basketball. So that, so the, uh, did no. you actively it's watch no. it? No. That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. Now, this, I mean, I did. I, I wasn't excited about it at all. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I uh, mean, the only exciting parts are like the dunk contest, the skill contest, like the, the skills actual, contest was good. The contest was good. The skills contest was yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know. Like the basketball game. I mean, unless you, unless like, I feel like All Star Weekend is one of those things you can't watch on television. You have to you actually, gotta be there. Like, be there yeah no nah, i feel you i feel you i feel you but yeah. one dope ass thing uh i mean of course every you know every year the every big game or whatever they get somebody singing the national anthem and i shout out this week actually goes to anthony hamilton who did his rendition yes. of Star yes he did he did a remake and kind of he switched it up a lot. It was fire. I liked. It was I fire. liked i liked his remake of the star spangled banner yeah I but it, it there's really a lot of people nice. getting on him though a lot of people saying this. He, he he it was trash. He he's not like for one. Trash I, is such a strong word. Yeah, I mean you know. Like, yeah, calling something trash is like somebody just ain't tr- even there. They don't got no talent. I mean, some people use the words loosely. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I I I'm just mad that people won't put enough respect on his name. Yeah, Anthony is a beast. I mean, I would have liked that a little. I would like the performance a little more if the Hamiltons was there. But he sounds amazing. Like it's Anthony Hamilton. Come on, son. Like yeah, I mean, you you gonna get Southern soul in its best. Like if somebody was looking for him to hoop and holler and 
you know, hit high notes. They ain't his nah, chemistry. I, I, they could have got Ariana Grande for that one. Yeah. They could have got her for that one. But I thought the the acoustic guitar and the acoustic feel of the Star Spangled Banner. It was dope. He, he made it black. Yeah, it was Er, didn't it? Should be. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I'm saying the the Star Spangled Banner is not a um very positive song for us. It's not a positive song for nobody of color. Let's be real. I was like, and he put his own spin on it. So if he Marvin Gaye it, that's a good reference. Well, for, that's know. that's the issue. A lot of people sitting there saying, "Oh, don't compare him to Marvin Gaye." It's like this is this is where my issue comes up with that shit. It's like supposedly blasphemous when you say somebody is just as good as somebody who's a legend. Or I mean, let's be honest. Ain't nobody touching Marvin. No. Because Mar- it's Marvin. But th- that that's different times. Like, yeah. And then people are fixated on one word. Mar- they they just fixated on the name. They said he, he's, he did it like Marvin Gaye. That means yeah. it's a similarity. Like Marvin Gaye switched it up, thing. did his own style. Yeah. He did the same thing. Anthony Hamilton did a really good job. So he killed shout it. Shout out to him. Shout out to Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. His kid. I, I was... um. I don't listen to it on, on my own, but the radio was on. And I heard people on BLS talking wild shit. And I'm like, BLS is a uh, R&B station. I don't understand why they would be talking shit about Anthony Hamilton. I mean, I think people are just being haters because let's be real, 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 real. Mm-hmm. A lot of people watch NBA and NBA basketball. And a lot of people that watch the NBA basketball probably didn't know about Anthony Hamilton. So people no, are I probably, said that's a fact. probably haters that the fact that he got that exposure, that's... um international that's exposure. that's more than well deserved yeah, for him as long as he's right. been around that's more right. than well deserved i mean like, i'm you know honestly i'm kind of surprised they even decided to look for him because really in situations like that mm-hmm. they'll choose somebody all the way left field and him being from north carolina that was a good that was a good place for him yeah. to be able to do that in his hometown yeah. so i mean well the super bowl they did it with um what's those the the, the group's name the two girls from atlanta Oh, um, Chloe and Halle. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess they're trying to do like hometown stuff to kind of get everybody in in it. And then they had, they, they had J. Cole perform too. Yeah. They had J. Cole perform too. Like, they opened up with Meek Mill, which I like Meek Mill, but I don't understand what that has to do with North Carolina. I guess that was just a popularity thing. I don't I, know. I think that probably was a a, a culture cho- choice. Yeah. Because his song with Drake is like big and you said it yourself. I remember you saying something about, oh, Meek Mill open, but uh, that's because they couldn't get Drake. Yeah. 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 So he was <laughs> and kind I like of like Meek that. Mill. He was kind of like that. No shade to him. No, no, He did no. a good job, but I think he was kind of like the next best thing mm-hmm. for yeah. them. They would have got Drake if they could. Yeah. If they could. They would have got Drake. And plus, Drake got to do that. He, got, he is an ambassador for the NBA anyway. So, like for the for the Raptors. Yeah. So. So, um. I mean, it's just, I think that people should just congratulate people. He did a good job. He sung well, unlike that last chick that sung. Oh, Fergie. And they just pulled her (laughs) out of the, I don't know, they pulled her out of the trash can. They did. And she was looking real crazy, but, you know, um, she was she was looking real crazy, but I mean, they chose somebody that know how to sing, that know how to hold his Facts. several notes, Facts. because she struggled through all of the notes that she was singing. Mm. So I mean, she did better. She had notes. She had I notes. I said she struggled, but she had she had notes. No, she did. You got to have notes. You're right. She struggled. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't. You're right. I'm just saying. You was right. 
she got to have she got to start with something. That's a fact, but no, she did not. She ben, did not start on no note. Not at all. Now she should have kept it with she the London still Bridge. Still grabbing them when they was up in the air. She was reaching. She was reaching, <laughs> and they all. Oh God, it was it was it was terrible. It was terrible. It was fucking horrible. So I think that during this time, um, where you know R and B music has so many different. Um, voices and faces attached mm-hmm. to it and mm-hmm. people kind of um filter in r&b as being pop to mm-hmm. like pop artists being r&b artists like going mainstream yeah and yeah. it's like nah r&b is that that's a that's an addition that's like a spinoff from soul so you got to have some type of soulfulness mm-hmm. to your voice mm-hmm. not saying that pop singers don't have soulful but they sing upbeat songs like a, a R&B singer sings all different types of songs so it's, I mean yeah well I, I would yeah I mean it's just it's just another way to categorize it yeah, Castle, it's, it's like, I mean, a singer is a singer yeah a singer is a singer but yeah. you know it's certain type of singers that's a fact that's a fact that's like a you fact. have singers that's but a fact. you got singers not to get um I mean before before we move into like in, into the show it's funny because speaking of R&B I saw um article i think i want to say it was vibe that posted it okay they would talk about like the death of the male r&b group and it's like that shit was that's true it's like you don't see any male r&b groups anymore but you know what in a for real for real Mm -hmm. i don't think that should be coming back after jacket is that was it yeah i don't think that That should be coming back because i mean well b2k had a little bit but i either way like i think i think we've timed out for that i agree I'm one, I agree. I'm one person to see a, me, a R&B group that I love, a mm-hmm. male R&B group. But am I gonna be seeing them today in 2019? I mean, but nah. you, I mean, but but you, we, we, you also are not 16 anymore. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know boy bands, <laughs> but even boy bands for teenage kids now, like they, they, they used to have the um, One Directions and the, BTS is out. I mean, well, and they big. Yeah, the, for now they. I don't know, man. They, 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 they in that realm. They up there. I, I mean, I'm not. One Direction them. only broke up because Malik wanted to, wants to wants to sing black music. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I don't know. I just unless you're a teenage Zane, girl. That's the name. Zane Malik. Name, excuse me. Zane Malik. His I'm, album was really good. though. It was. It yeah, was. He has a really but he nice wants book. to sing black music. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why he broke up. Because he's like, yeah, that's where all the money is. <laughs> it's like, that's where all the women are. Like, I ain't trying to do this shit forever. Yeah. But no, I mean, congratulations to Anthony Hamilton for having yeah, such time. a big platform big and um, continuing to push his music and his voice. That's right, positivity. You tell him positivity. Shut up. You tell him positivity. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but of course, other that was like minuscule shit. Um, I mean, of course, th- 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 there's a lot for us to talk about. I mean, we we had uh, American American Soul last night was was dope. American Soul um, was great. It's boom- a, it, great is not even a word. Yes, yeah, understatement. Yeah, understatement. Um, boring is like shit now. <laughs> After two weeks, <sighs> Jesus, it's going down. It just still ha- it has the same format as Dear White People, which yeah. Yeah. And it's so not working for that storyline to it's me. It's not. Uh, they're trying to sell to millennials, and yeah, I don't even believe they're that they're millennials. So, yeah, they're pushing it so hard. Yeah, it's too it's much so for me. forced that I'm just like, uh. I'm not with it. I'm not with the shit. And I'm a millennial, and I'm trying to like grasp. I can't. I this. can't. I can't. And then, I mean, but even deeper than that, <sighs> we got to talk about this whole Gucci thing, son. Yeah. This Gucci thing, the, the Burberry thing, the Prada thing, like, Cause I mean, even just yesterday was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. Burberry put out um a hoodie that looks like it has a noose tied at the end of it at the drawstrings. Mm. I mean, let's 
of course, when we speak about the Gucci thing, we talk about the blackface sweater. Right. The turtleneck. And then the Prada thing, we had like the big lips and the eyes on the shoes. Uh, then Montclair did something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't, I didn't think I ever saw what Montclair did, but apparently Montclair did something. And then we got T.I. talking about a boycotting Gucci for three months. Like, I don't think he should be an advocate for nobody. Who's he advocating like for though? That's the question. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's like he's taking on this personality or taking on this role to advocate and speak for us. And it's like, no, sir. I don't need He learns that like three you. big words and he thinks he can speak for whole everybody, a whole culture. Wow. So anyway. I, listen, I, I, I love T.I., but in all honesty, like, he can use as many big words as he wants to and he's still not going to be an advocate for anything. I get it. He's a great fucking rapper. He's a great person. I'm sure he takes care of his kids. Like, whatever he does with his wife is whatever he does, but I'm be honest with you, he ain't going to be speaking on my behalf for nothing. Yeah, I agree. As smart as he sounds, he ain't going to speak on my behalf for shit. So, whatever he's talking about, I respect you, but bro, yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not trying to treat you like a LeBron and stick to whatever, but doing something for three months ain't gonna work. Yeah, that's what I looked at it as. Yeah, well, I didn't dissect it into like I looked at it again. I the first glance when I strolled when I scrolled up, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that would be nice for winter. And then I scrolled. But you, again. you thought like a consumer at first yeah and yeah. then i scrolled again i was like why the fuck would they do the red why would they do that like mm-hmm. that don't look appealing and then people were people brought it to my attention mm-hmm. so of course the first thing i like you said i was looking as a consumer yeah. like oh this yeah. is interesting like i didn't even look at it from the perspective but we had the conversation about how people i am one for um bringing to the forefront what people are taking advantage of our culture and mm-hmm. all of that type of stuff. Cultural appropriation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and people are mocking how we look and mm-hmm. pre- our presentation and the all of that type of stuff. The whole show thing, yeah. But I feel like you have some people out there that just nitpick everything. Right. And it's like they tr- they try to make everything a pro- protest. And it it's not everything is meant to be nitpicked. You now, th- do you think that's the issue with, with, with all the stuff that's happening right now? Because, I mean, some of this shit is blatant. Let's be honest. The some stuff of that it is, is blatant, blatant. The stuff that is blatant, that's fine. Yeah. But it's certain things like um, certain sayings on T-shirts and stuff like that. Oh, that yeah. That people just take a little too far. I can't think of an example right now. But people just be like, oh, that's they're, they're racist. This company is racist. And they'd be like. Like, uh, like the H&M monkey thing? Um, that was whoever approved that was stupid. Yeah, but a lot of the motherfuckers that was talking about we boycott, we boycott. It was back in two weeks. Yeah, they were. And I think the situation for me was the little boy wearing a monkey shirt. Okay, it's animals on all type of clothing for children, right? I mean, of course, they probably shouldn't have put that on that little kid. They should have never approved and that for a national campaign. I think that people blew that. A, blew that out of proportion but in a good way because that company was like oh damn you know we just can't be doing random they shit needed like to this. notice yeah. yeah they needed to know but um when the parent came forth and was like i didn't find nothing wrong with it what the fuck were we supposed to do at this point how are we gonna advocate for somebody that's okay with her kid wearing a monkey shirt that's like, a good fucking point because <laughs> like, you know on some real shit it's like I, I, I have this conversation all the time, like the shit that people are offended by, right? Yeah. How can we be offended for the people who are not offended? Right. Like, 
the, you you got the parents over there who are like, oh, it's cool. My son could wear that. I ain't got no problem with that. I, we got paid. I don't care. Um, you got the people who are like, oh, if 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 we are defending someone else, like say a racist something or a prejudice something right. came up, a campaign, and it's about other people, and we're defending those other people, and those other people are like, well, I don't care. I, right. I don't That's care. what the mom said. She was like, they cut me a check. Right. I don't care. I so don't it's care. Like, but I, for me personally, as a person that shops with them mm-hmm. and um have has been a you know, a very um it was about loyal, H&M yeah, yeah, lawyer, yeah, yeah. a loyal um consumer. I did. I have not shopped with them since that day because I was like, if y'all don't have enough of me at the top, you cannot represent how I what my fashion sense, what my style, because I'm a woman I'm a curvy woman of color and y'all don't have no diversity on your board, on your styling board. So I can't it it became deeper to you me. You think you think that's what changes it? To me when they release that they don't have when they were saying oh we didn't know this information Mm -hmm. we don't have these type of people on our board I was like well damn I can't support you because you don't have nobody representing me in Mm -hmm. your room Mm -hmm. like even though y'all have black advertisements that's not enough for me like I said I'm a curvy woman and Mm -hmm. if I've I've been wearing H&M stuff for some time, but if y'all ain't really got no, when y'all go into y'all high fashion, which they were doing, that which means they, that they stuff, tried. Yeah, yeah, that means that the stuff that y'all make it for is for European people. I mean, but and I'm it's, not in it's that a category. European brand. But I'm saying, but I'm not in that category, especially mm-hmm. if your brand is expanding all the way to the United States mm-hmm. where obesity is, is a big deal. This like, is, so, all right. So I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I, so, so do you think when they expand, like companies expand, they should accommodate us, or or do we, or is it, or is it that we we want to buy into whatever they have in the first place? That's what appealed to us in, in the first place. When they come here, should it be like, oh, you know what, I'm here now, now I got to give this to you, or is it this is my product, you like it or you don't? Because that 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 kind of I'm not trying to be a devil's advocate because I hate doing that. Um, but think about it, because you um, you create. Your artist, right? That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what's clicking yeah. in my head right now. Because it's like I give you what I give you, and that's it. Right. But you're talking about you're talking about fashion. Mm-hmm. Fashion is all about other people pleasing the consumer. You worked in for retail. The, for the most you worked part. in retail. We both have worked in yeah, retail, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have a specific thing that they that they focus on, like. I, I used to work at Ann Taylor. So Ann Taylor is known for its suits, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been known for its suits if people didn't come and say, oh, I like this suit. And they gave their feedback. I didn't like it because it did this. Mm-hmm. And we would have the designers that came up with the suit design come into the store and I'd be like, what do, what are people saying about the pants? Are the pants too long? Yeah, they're a little too long. These are a little too wide. So they might come with the foundation of the line, mm-hmm. but in order for the line to sell and them to get their revenue back on what they pushed out and all of the money that they spent, mm-hmm. they have to alter something. I agree. Yeah, but I agree. That, that's what that is. That's but what I'm t- that's what I'm talking the about. The only reason, no, no, I'm I'm saying I agree. To, I agree with you. But the only the only problem with that is when you come to like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Burberry, these fashion houses have been around for hundreds of years. They they're have, tried and they, true, so they're not trying to expand. And that's they're just obviously not. they are because now they're doing. No, we're that, talking about expanding, like giving, like getting us to spend money. They know how to put. People, people of color yeah. in places to where we'll we'll buy into their shit, right? But they're not going to expand to the point where it's like, hey, um, I think you should like look at the Dapper Dan shit. 
Like Louis Vuitton should have gave Dapper Dan a job. Yeah. Gucci did it. And Gucci took Gucci took his designs, but took some of his designs and they were like, you know what? No, what we're not gonna do is let you do what you want to do. We're right. just gonna do this, put your name on it, and maybe tweak it a little bit and this, that, and the other. But it's like you're just gonna buy into it. They put people like the the uh, um but, Virgil Abloh, I love that he's with Louis Vuitton. I'm very happy for him, but they know what they're doing. But let me say it like this. That was something that was brought to them. That's not something that they had. What you mean? The Dapper Dan situation and the Virgin Abloh. What's Virgil Abloh. Virgil Abloh is only creative creative director for them. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. They knew that he was already popular, so they're gonna bring him to the. I mean, that's, that's just the point I'm smart, trying to make. Right. That's a smart. That's a smart business move. Right. But that the platform. Oh, you just. The platform was already made. You know, Dapper Dan just took what they had and made it his own. And then they was like, oh, he doing better than we are. So let's bring him into what we're Right. But look how many years that took. That's the point I'm trying to make. But look how much money he made off of their logo. Yeah, but look what they did for you. Do you do you, you got to think about this too? Dapper Dan made a lot of street money, but then he also lost a lot of money because they sued him for for um. I mean, and I get that, and I I understand that, but so I'm just like he, I'm saying that they needed they needed him. They needed him. More right, they, I'm they agreeing, but like that's the point I'm trying yeah. to make. It's like they we drive the culture, but they know when to put our face on something so we can buy into what they already have. Yeah, not hey, you want a big and tall? Like how many people want? Uh, how many fat people I know want Fendi jeans? Fendi will never stop making skinny jeans. Yeah. They they don't make slim or straight leg yeah. or they make whatever it is and they want you to buy into it. We're going to put black faces on it so that way you can come and give us your dollar for the European man to make this shit. Yeah. That's what that's what high fashion is. And it, it sucks. It sucks. But they're not looking to us. For, they're looking to us for approval of what looks cool. But they're not looking for us to, to expand. So we're, So what do you think about it? Like, I mean, I get your take on them look i mean i just feel like for me because they need us them needing us i mean that's an understatement <laughs> right but that right yeah go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no um i just want to see what your take is on it because you know you're saying that they sued him and they they know when to market us what do you think about the situation as a whole these for, these brands are not dumb. They they put. I mean, they do, clearly they're not. They've yeah, been in business for years, hundreds of years. Yeah. Like, and then Burberry's been around before. Before or was it before Louis Vuitton? Yeah. So it's like these 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 companies. Like you look at somebody who like at Louis Vuitton, like Mark Jacobs, when he was a creative director. Mm-hmm. They said you can have free reign because they knew he has his hand on the pulse. He got guys like Mirakami, Damian Hurst, uh, Retina, Favi, like all these people to come in, like uh, Steven Sprouse. He got all these collaborations for for stuff that 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 people of color like. People like uh, when it when it come when it came to like the artsy side, mm-hmm. he did that. He did Mirakami. Mirakami is cool. With, uh, Kanye loves Mirakami, so Kanye wears it. Now everybody wants it. They 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 put our faces on things so we can buy into it, but it's never them. Uh, pleasing us it's never going to be them pleasing us they just get they're just putting putting something in our face where it's like hey look it looks nice right your favorite rapper's wearing this right your favorite your favorite musician is wearing this your favorite whatever is wearing this buy this they're not doing anything to expand for us i'm gonna put that i'm gonna go along with that mm-hmm. okay so let's equate that to a lower brand mm-hmm. fashion nova see but fashion nova is smart because they make stuff for us no, but I'm saying mm-hmm. at one point Fashion Nova wasn't at that at that point where they were only making stuff for us, right? 
I don't I don't know about Fashion Nova from the beginning. I can't lie to you about that. Okay. So right. Fashion Nova now makes items for mm-hmm. and their models at one point, I believe, mm-hmm. were just thin girls. With they, no got, curves. they got a lot of social media girls. Right. Yeah. With no curves, no yeah. nothing, you know, all of that type of stuff. And now it has expanded. Don't you think that the high fashion companies, although they don't acknowledge us, mm-hmm. they don't acknowledge us in their ads. Mm-hmm. You don't think that they they take that approach just because it's like, oh, these people are going to follow us? No. Okay. Because they don't have to. They've been around tried and true hundreds of years. I don't. Because if we I don't really, buy, it doesn't matter. White people are going to buy from them. You're like, right. Fashion you're Nova, right. they you're went right. straight for millennials. They went to social media. I, I mean, I think that I, I'm a huge believer in believing that fashion goes through an evolution. The youth is the p- people that make fashion cool. Even if true. you were in a brand for many years, true. you have loyal customers. Like Chanel will always have a custom suit. That older people during that time that Chanel came out and they know Chanel for they will follow that. But in order to for them to make money and stay relevant, they have to do something for the culture. The re- and this is where collaborations come in. But, but that's what I'm not, saying. But, but they're not making. They're not making like what you. I know you're not saying that they're making stuff specifically for people they of won't. color. All they're doing is making I'm, it but, to but appeal to us. I'm saying, but yeah. they have to do that to keep, of course, it popular. Of course, let's think about it. Gucci ain't ain't no, well, nobody fucking talking about Gucci until this shit happened. And and but and the funny thing is, it's like this is this 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 is where our and this is where our cycle goes. It's something comes out. You need, we the, talk about you need the approval. Yeah. Of, and I'm not even talking about the negative shit. I'm just speaking of like us making shit cool and, and giving right. this validation in the first place. Something comes out. We don't like it. Oh, p- Polo. Polo's preppy, white boy, right. all that shit. Country club, all that shit, right? You got guys in the 80s rocking that shit. The drug dealers was rocking it. We made it look good. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it looks fly. Now there's validation for it. There's cool points for it. So now... The white people feel like they can wear it around anybody. So we, in turn, take something that wasn't made for us, make it look cool, and that gives it even more validation. Where these brands are going to be like, oh, look, black people like it too. Oh, mm. the cool guy likes it too. We have all types of people wearing our stuff, so you should too. Now that appeases back to the average everyday white person. So yeah. it's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird cycle. Like, this is, of course, I mean, it's a weird cycle, but I will say this, that if people want to change the weird cycle... um, yeah. Go to your local boutiques that are black on or, or people of color own them. I agree. If T.I., I say it like this. We spend a lot of time talking about boycotting shit, right? I'm tired of boycotting. That, take, that, takes, a, that takes a long time. I don't even bar- boycott the shit. I just don't. Don't go. I now, don't here's go. the thing. When you were younger and your mother, your mother, you got into something with like a little kid or something like that, if somebody know you, your mother always says, like, don't pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. That's shit you tell kids. What do we do? We give the, we feed the attention. Like, Gucci we starts talking. We we, Thank we you. talk about it on our, which is getting them more likes, no more, more notoriety. Yeah, like I mean, I I feel like, like I said at the beginning mm-hmm. of my my statement, I feel like people are um so ready to protest mm-hmm. and they're so ready to um nitpick and call everything racist. If you feel like the shit is racist, let's not even have a conversation about it. I'm not supporting that shit. You don't even have to say it on social media. Just don't buy the shit. Even I mean, even if you, even if somebody, if if you take that stand and you decide you want to rally some people up and say, "Yo, I don't think we should do this," that's a conversation that should happen around us. I think yeah. we should do that in person. Like, because I don't soon think as you, it should be a social media post. No, everybody's tag on it. Go with me, and it'd be like, even though that's what we get. Hashtag news. 
fuck Gucci. And they'd be like, um, ma'am. Now somebody gonna pay that's attention to Gucci. That's the name. That's the name. That's the name. That's the name. That's the brand. I get it. Like, we looked at, like, these brands understand what they're doing. Like, this gold, social media is our news. Yeah. So it's like, it's reverse, it's reverse advertisement. You talk bad about it. It goes, it goes viral now. More people are interested in it. This can't be that bad. I think I want to look into it. I mean, and the brands know what they're doing. I mean, let's be all the way real. Um, let's go back to our history. Let's go back to our lineage. When we, we only can, could wear shit that they gave us right and we have to make shit out of nothing right. so you know it's people out here that own their they have their own fashion houses mm-hmm. that are trying to get up in that platform and you know we not even supporting them or we're not appreciating what they're doing now don't get me wrong there's some people out here that's just doing shit pushing for money but there are real fashion designers custom designers out here that advertise they shit all day long and y'all won't even buy they shit mm-hmm. you know i have mm-hmm. a friend in louisiana right now he moved from st louis and started his own fashion house in louisiana called simply simply joe and he gets so much business from people but you know back home people wouldn't even fuck with him like that right and now he moved all the way to louisiana and he he's on the news he's doing his thing you know he's doing custom dresses and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it's people out there that you can support instead of us going on this tangent about um these big companies with these names and labels not giving us our respect that we do if they don't ever give me the respect fuck them i can create my own damn shoe bag dress jacket i mean i know plenty of motherfuckers that own shit but i I, I think that's that's the issue too like my thing is when ti came out and said instead of us continuously and consistently saying we should boycott something instead of taking that and doing that take that energy and why don't you promote somebody you know that has something like i see people all the time we 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 always on instagram like we promote when somebody got a beef right when somebody got shot like not not on some like uh police brutality shit but it's like oh um we can post all these videos of fights and shootings and all this stuff but it's like it's and, and we especially in new york specifically in new york it's it's hard for some reason it's hard for us to support one another like we can't say i'm not saying all of us i'm not saying all of us no i'm not gonna say all. i don't think it's hard i think that people are just fixated on following the joneses i don't know who the fuck the jones is i mean but even deeper than that like yeah out here we all it's like we all in competition with each other it's hard for somebody to say oh yo your shit is dope without feeling like but what about my shit like yeah it's not that deep it's really not that deep i think we need to stop um we as a culture and those people that are quote unquote, I don't want to call us woke, but um, conscious, nah, I hate that word. conscious yeah. of the fact that we don't support one another like we should. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to start saying we, we need to stop using the language of we don't do this. We don't do this instead of saying, hey, let's do this. Right. Let's do this. Let's change the language. I agree. And and start doing it. Stop saying, yeah, motherfuckers ain't doing it. We already can see that they're not doing it. I mean, but it's all it's 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 still about bringing awareness to the issue. You know, of course, if you're gonna bring an issue up, have a solution. So it's okay to announce. I think it's okay to announce the problem, but then in turn, you have to be someone to do but something I, about but it. But even in that particular case, I agree with you on that. But people that really are announcing it, they ain't gonna do shit. They of, just gonna post social it on media. social media. Yeah. And and that's what I'm attacking. I'm attacking the people that just post on social media and always ha- do their little 60 second video, and we don't hear you saying 
following up and be like, hey, just, you know, keep it, keeping that energy going. Like, hey, I went out to go buy something from this boutique. If you're going to do, if you're going to post a video, turn around and post a positive video of you at somebody's boutique. Do that. I agree. Do that for me. Funny. Shout, shout out to DJ My Moves because I had a conversation with her the other day and yeah. we were talking about this support stuff. And I said, yo, because she says she uses black owned laundry detergent. Oh, and I'm like, see, it's little stuff like that. I didn't that. know that. And she told me the name. I'm gonna tell you the name. She told me the yeah, name about it and that's everything. Cool. She buys it from Target, I think she said. Yeah. Or Stop and Shop, one or the other. But it's like it's little things like that that exist that Black people make that, that don't we don't think don't, about. Don't even know about because we th- we automatically think of the creative side because yeah. we're so used to making shit. But it's like, damn, I want a Black owned laundry detergent. Me too. I want to. I want to. I want a Black owned toilet paper company. Yeah. I would love that shit. Like, I if think we should. We anybody should who has out. information on it, please hit us up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let us know about some. Some black-owned products that not just hair products, and nail polish, mm-hmm. nail polish remover, you know, facial cream, you know, facial natural Everyday wipes, shit. Just toilet paper. Yeah, soap. You know, soap. Yeah, like how many people actually like I, I you know, you know, a we mask, go, a we go by the tables, mask, we we, we yeah. buy we buy the, the black soaps and the shea butter and stuff yeah. like that. Like we we support that kind of yeah. stuff, but it's like we want every everyday things will make a big difference. It will It'll make a big I mean, difference, and we have to start. We have to start doing that in our community because you know. um we can't expect for people to to pave a way for us if we already got people in the in the already in got existence. people in existence that's already doing that. They mm-hmm. building empires. They're helping the community by investing until themselves to expand and create revenue. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Black Wall Street can still happen today. It can. It can. It can. It can. If people come together and be able to invest. And back into their communities. I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not saying exclude everybody else, but we got to have something We should look to us we first. Should, we should have something for ourselves first because yeah. at the end of the day, our communities are filled with um Asian restaurants, more Asian and Asian restaurants. And Arab and, stores. And Arab and... stores. And, you know, our corner stores, our mom and pop shops are not owned by us anymore. They're owned by people from other countries. And not saying that those those individuals can't be in our community, but it should be majority of us. We should not be, the, be funding their mm-hmm. kids going to college and ours is struggling. Mm-hmm. And we got to get student loans because our mom and pop shops have to be closed because people stop going because only, they raise the prices of rent yeah. and people don't want to shop there and the Arab store down the street is cheaper so I'm just going to go to them. I only see I only see black owned corner stores in Philly. Yeah. I've, that's the only and out of anywhere I've been in America, I've only seen black corner stores. And that's so in dope Philly. to me. That's it. And but that's why they yeah. I mean, I understand Philly's not an easy place to live, but neither is New York, but like they believe in buying back blocks and like yeah. owning things and And Atlanta is like that. Atlanta's too. like that too. Atlanta's a big type. Atlanta is huge on that type of stuff. Community is mm-hmm. huge on community them investing into one another, which is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I mean like it's funny like speaking about support and uh, like we're both entrepreneurs. Yes, you know we're both entrepreneurs, and it's like that's kind of something that we deal with a lot. Yeah, the, the 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 belittling of what we do because it's not looked at as something super important to people yeah. in our um area, I guess. Because it's like if companies looked at us, it'll be oh they do this service, this that and the other. Yeah. I can hire them, but when it comes to somebody in, near our circle, it's like hmm. 
I don't know if I really, I need this, but I don't know if I really want to pay for it. Yeah. Or if I want to give it. So it's like. But we all have been there, though. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. I've been there. I've I've had people that I've run into. My book that... <laughs> The brother band on my book <laughs> um, I've had people that I've run into that I thought they, they wrote work was dope. But at the time, I could not afford or I could not see myself paying for that service at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be a person that admit that. But the well, way that I. The way that I, the way that I support the business was by reposting, re, um, sharing their stuff on social media, making sure that I am involved with what they're doing instead of just saying, Oh, I can't support. I, I repost it. That's how you can get involved by helping out small businesses and entrepreneurs. I mean, that, that, don't get me wrong. Like that, that love is important. It is. But like, like myself, like I said, I can only speak from my experiences. Like I've been to plenty, plenty of events and it's like you, I don't believe in you, uh, like sh- I guess cutting down people who just started, like you said, create mm-hmm. opportunities, but don't just sell people on exposure. Like people have asked me to come paint and then you got like a fucking spoken word, something and a concert going on over here. And then ladies selling bath salts over here. And it's like, Oh, we want you to paint. We just can't pay you. Yeah. So you got me stuck in the fucking corner doing nothing. Right. Just, and, and next thing you know, I'm leaving with no money. So what the fuck did that leave me? You know, me in the fucking corner. Like now granted, I'm a hustler. I know how to get my money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the, at, at the end of the day, why you, why you throw, thrusting all these components in there? Like you, there's a potential that this person could, can't sell something. These, a lot of artists are not able to speak up or a lot of artists don't know how to mingle and, yeah. you know, get into their shit. Like a lot of people don't know how to do that. So when you come to somebody and say, Hey, I got this event, you charging $40 for tickets and you say, Hey, I can't pay you, but you can possibly sell shit. Do not sell people on, on uh, ex- exposure yeah. or opportunity unless you're really creating an opportunity. Yeah. Like me, my, myself and yourself, like we work together. We just recently worked together again. Yes, we did. We worked together a lot, which that, that project is coming soon. Yeah, I can't wait for y'all to see this shit. So we've worked together and there, yes, of course, in the beginning of business and things of that nature, like we have the, the, the projects that we work on or myself that I work on separately of yours, we do things where like all of our budget goes to the production. Yeah. You know? And sometimes when Nobody not, leaves without getting paid. Don't ever. Yeah. Ever. But sometimes we do have passion projects where we can't pay things That's true. because we want to set up a certain scenery or or, or get a certain uh, uh, machine to do something or like something we create. Things. It has a rippling effect. Exactly. So yeah. we put, but we get people that we know who are super talented. We don't take advantage of them. We do not. We sit there. If if I say, hey, I want you to come do photography for me, I guarantee you that. Uh, I, you're going to get a job after this. I mean, I could say that, but we, if, if the proof is in the pudding, you've seen that people that right. work with me end up with more followers or end up with this or end up with that. Like I'm putting you in a quality position. And, and, and since I can't pay you, I'm going to give you lunch. I'm going to give you dinner. I'm going to buy you it's breakfast. Incentives. Gonna, there's yeah. incentives. Like you need a metro car. I will pay for your metro car. Whatever we have to do to get the job done, we will get the job done. I mean, for me, the, my biggest pet peeve is that like, People that agree to doing something just for opportunity mm-hmm. and they do not negotiate like, hey, exactly what they need. Mm-hmm. Like they, they'd be so amped about the project and it didn't be like, oh, I can't get there. Can you pay for this? And be like, no, you got to negotiate that up front. You can't wait to the don't wait to the last minute to talk about what benefits you. Because right. at the don't end be afraid of the to day, talk about money from John. No, don't yeah, don't be afraid to talk about money. For me, when I go into a job for my employer, 
I just, it's funny because I just, um, got a promotion at my job and they offered me the position and it was just like, Oh, you know, we want you to do this and you can do this and all mm-hmm. of the incentives. And I was like, the biggest incentive for me is in my, is my check going to be, <laughs> is my check going to be bigger. Is my check going to be bigger? Mm-hmm. And they was like, it took them some time to get back. And they was like, oh, you know, um, we'll get back to y'all now. I was like, until you guys get back to me, I don't know what I can do for you. Sorry. Let me know like, when you come. Let me know let when you come know, with that bag. Let me know when you come with the <laughs> come with the numbers that I like. You feel like, me? Crunch some numbers I mean, up. I'm not gonna do no more work, and I'm getting paid the same amount that I'm getting paid. We're not mm-hmm. about to do that. No big big facts. She does not do that. I look at it like we are all we're all adults. We're all business people. You know what I'm saying? We all have bills, and it's like don't. I'm not gonna disrespect you. Don't disrespect me. Just talk about it. That's Just it. Just talk about it. That's it. Like, don't be afraid to say what your price is. And if that person is not in your price range and you want to work with them and you can negotiate something, then go choice. from there. That's, That's a it. choice. Or don't be afraid to say, no, I just can't do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, me, I mean, I'm, we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I am pretty, I'm a pretty easygoing person. I normally say yes to a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been finding myself in situations where I'm saying yes. And then I'm getting not necessarily fucked over, but taking advantage of, taking advantage yeah. of in a sense, because I am trying to look out for the benefit of everybody and make sure everybody is good and this is the best opportunity Mm -hmm. and people not coming up front like i tell them what i need yeah and then later the project is here or the project has passed and it was like oh i by the way i needed this thing Mm -hmm. and it'd be like damn we didn't already did the project and then instead of me saying i can't help you Mm -hmm. i'd be like okay so what would you like for me to do i've done events where people have Offered me incentive. Of, of course, they know they got to pay me. It's already in, in, in the book in, in the beginning, right? I've been in events where people know they got to pay me. They offer me incentives at the beginning, like on top of my payment. That like, oh, you get to eat for free, you get to drink for free, you know, one free meal, whatever, yeah. whatever you want. I'm like, all right, cool, fine, that's fine. Now my thing is this: I show up to do a job. I'm going to do what I'm getting paid for. Right. I don't like taking free things all the time. Yeah, because 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 to me that's just like mm, you know what I came here to do this one thing I don't really need that so or they might switch it up and be like yeah you ate though right and but I can't that pay you but you ate though that that twenty dollars I, I took twenty dollars off because you ate yeah, exactly and it was like that's why I believe in contracts contracts yeah, yeah. I draft up contracts even yes. for people that work for me for free yes. hey you're giving me clearance to use your image your liking or whatever mm-hmm. or you're giving me clearance to say that we did this project so you can't if I use this and get monetary or whatever mm-hmm. off of it that's my that's my doing like I mean of course my I would anything that I'm getting money off of mm-hmm. I would I, I will redraft it of course for the benefit of the person like i want people to be able to get people that i work with to to eat Mm -hmm. but everybody has to eat everybody has to eat but i do i draft up contracts for people that's even doing favors for me like look let's let's be clear Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love you and i ask you to be a part of this project but no i think that's a big issue too a lot of people don't know how to separate friendship and business yeah that's why it's, it's so many people you always say so many people oh don't mix friendship and business and it's like uh, that's hard to say when you so can, many you know so many creative people yeah you can you just got to find the right creative friend mm-hmm. that you can um mm-hmm. that you can work with you can yeah. work with I've had, i'm gonna be honest with you just recently a, a lot of recent a lot recent you know <laughs> i've had people that i was cool with and i decided to not do business with them 
and keep so that way I don't tarnish friendships. Yeah. And a lot of them take it personal. It's like, listen, I can separate it. It's like, it's like there's Josie's boy. And then you as my friend, you know, Tony, you know, they're two different people. I mean, they're I, not, but they are. I feel like people that take that type of stuff, personal pertaining to your business. I mean, they won't win to be in a circle anyway. That's a fact. For that particular situation. That's I'm saying a fact. that they're not meant to be your friend, but they're not meant to be in that circle. That's a fact. They're not meant to be in that business plan, that business venture that you invited them on because they weren't ready. Mm-hmm. Some people are just not ready. I've I've had relationships with people that I've been friends with and I've done business with them and I'm like, I can't do this with you. Because you and I work differently. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to have our friendship and keep the basis and the foundation of why we started, right. we can't work together. Nope. And it ain't personal. It's just real. It's just real shit. And, and, and that's the issue. Like, people can't take their personal feelings outside of things. Like, if you might, like, people, I used to have this thing. I had two people I was cool with for, for a long time. Yeah. Um, I ain't saying I got bad ill will towards them. We just don't speak. Yeah. That's it. You know, people grow up and shit. Right. But um, I used to always say, like, yo, Drake doing it, Kevin Hart doing it, Diddy did it. Why can't we just be? Why can't we make money together? Mm-mm. And the one time we did something together, they completely fucked it up. And I said, I'm never in my life. As long as I've known them, I said, I am never in my life doing anything with y'all again. We are going to be friends, and that is it. I cannot. You know what? Some some of your friends, like your clo- your close buddies that you think that you hang out with and you kick it with all the time and y'all have a good time with them be the motherfuckers you should not do business that's a fact with. that is a fucking fact if y'all fact. drinking all the time y'all hanging out y'all come up with these you come up with the ideas and they 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 hopping on to They're the like, train yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they ain't got a good idea to give you even if it was in the front of their face on the um a teleprompter. It's, oh, no. 10? Now, what if we charge 20, though? Right, right. I'm like, yeah, no. You're like, no. they're not supposed to be. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And it's like, you you just got to you just gotta pick and choose who you want to do, who you want to do business with. And then you also have to take your personal feelings out of certain things. You do. And that, like, that is funny because, like, did you, you saw the Steve Harvey Monique thing, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. Like, all right, so I, it's funny. You, I mean, I knew about it, but you put me onto it. Yeah. Like, you put me onto it, and I just watched the full video the other day. Yeah. Bruh. Steve Harvey, <laughs> he never was one of the people that I looked at as the advocate for any fucking thing but himself. Give me, like, I mean, can you, you, you give me the rundown, like, what happened? Like, just. Um, so Monique went on a show to promote her show in Vegas Mm -hmm. and Steve Harvey asked her about the situation pertaining to Oprah and, um, and, and, uh, Lee Daniels was Lee it? Daniels. Yeah. The Lee Daniels in the, um, Tyler Perry situation. Mm -hmm. So for Precious, she was supposed to do promo Mm -hmm. for the movie, which, you know, all actors do promo. She decided she wasn't going to do promo because they weren't going to pay her. I believe she and her mm-hmm. and her um thing was, you know, I'm not about to not go out and work for free. Facts. Which I understand, but I also tell people this. Monique knew when you do a movie or anything in Hollywood, if her agent didn't tell her or her whoever her team was mm-hmm. that got her that gig didn't tell her that they she knew that she was supposed to do promo and she wasn't getting paid for. Mm-hmm. If they didn't tell her that at the beginning, that's her team that fucked up. I mean, up. you in production, you know that. 
that's our team that fucked up because you could have negotiated that in your fucking contract. Right. Granted, actors, some actors, new actors don't get paid for promo. Like actors that are new actors that are part of the films, when they go to those award ceremonies, they pay for everything out of pocket. Mm. You know? So a lot of I that didn't know stuff, that. yeah, it's it's a big deal. But if you knew you weren't getting po- paid for promo, you shouldn't have negotiated that in your contract. That's your team's fault. Mm. But I do agree with her that if she was not getting paid, she she didn't have to go. That's a fact. And That's people fact. was like, oh, you know, you play the game and Whoopi Goldberg said the same thing. She called her a house nigga or whatever. Whoopi Goldberg called Monique. Oh, no, no Monique, Monique called Whoopi Goldberg a house yeah, nigga. Because I, she, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Whoopi Goldberg been house yeah, cooning it for a little she, bit now. <laughs> Whoopi, she, she pick and choose what she jump she on. She definitely do. She, she definitely she do. She definitely Which do. Which is fine. You know, she, she was shunned and blacklisted her damn self for a long time for seeking for her mind. Years. So, yeah. I mean, it just... No, and I said this to um, people when we were having a conversation at the shoot. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey was never, never came off as a person that looked out for the benefit of other people. Anybody but himself. He looked out for him, me, himself, and his family and what they doing. And that's exactly what he said in that interview to her. He was like, we black, we got to move it. Yes, granted, granted, oh. we have to move a different type of way in Hollywood because mm. they look at us differently. But no, we ain't supposed to sell our our soul for no damn check. Yo. That's basically what he said. <laughs> Yo, when he when he turns like us, I mean, I know he's making a big deal. Like everybody likes to bring up the Netflix thing and her and like the Lee Daniel shit. And she telling Oprah to suck my dick, which yeah. I'm like, huh, I respect. And people call her crazy. People call her crazy. Now, when Steve Harvey held her hand, and I, I, yo, I give Monique all the credit in the world from not turning around and punching that dude in the face, right. just not punching anybody, like being real calm. Um, I mean, even though suck, saying suck my dick is not really that calm, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty serious. But uh, when he turned around and he said, "We, us, we got to move different. We can't. We got to go about it in a different way." And he says, "You shouldn't be able. You shouldn't say what you want to say because that's gonna have your whole family crumble or your whole whatever." After he said, "If I fall." my family crumbles and i'm like so you telling me you don't believe in standing up for something that you believe in you don't believe in like i i I understand what he's trying to say but it's like bruh if something is right is right and wrong is wrong i'm gonna make my fucking point i'm gonna die behind what i believe in literally i mean i think that i think it's the way that monique went about it is what he was trying to say right but the truth came out after he said that yeah yeah i mean he he basically said he not and this is a real fact, and I'm going to say it again, and I tweeted it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, that not everybody is willing to put their life on the line for the well-being of others, and we got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey is not about to put his his um, Family Fuse check, his television check, his American, um, the American, Miss America check on the line. Or the New Year's Eve check. Right. On the line for us. That's a fact. He, or that that TV show he was just on now that we saw. Yeah, yeah. He is looking out for the well being of himself. He's not willing to sacrifice, and he's not. We not we we looking at. Yes, I think it's it's fucked up because it's not that many of us people of color up there that have that type mm-hmm. of money, and as they get higher, they it gets fewer and fewer mm-hmm. people, right? But I also feel like I mean. Steve Harvey, one, is a comedian. He's not an activist. He's not advocating for no motherfucking body but himself. Okay. Good point. And, 
I mean, we just take it as such. Is it disappointing? Yes, because a lot of people have su- a lot of people supported his shit even when he didn't have them big ass deals. Yeah. Like we was watching the Steve Harvey show when people didn't I love know that about show. that shit. I watched like, him, I watched him since he was the host on Apollo. Right. Yeah. So people didn't know when you was black black, we was with you being your backpack, being mm-hmm. black black with your ass with mm-hmm. them suits and that high top. Yeah, okay? the, the big ass suits, the and them now shiny you sparkly got, suits. You don't went you don't went national mm-hmm. and you cut your damn hair and kept the beard and shaved on the sides. Like, I mean, sir, we, we've been with you. We knew, but, we knew your hair was fake and we didn't say one word. Right. We didn't say one but, word. But I mean, I, I do think that, um, Monique, Monique is, she, I, I support what she's doing, but I think that she's going about it the wrong way to me. Because okay. what do you think she could do differently? I think that her, belittling them and calling them out of their name it's only these we're talking about oprah everybody loves oprah you don't talk about oprah and think you gonna get a job i i I believe that i believe that but i also think that she believes there's no such thing as not taking down the queen or i don't and i get that and i get that i mean anybody and when you ain't getting your check anybody can get it Mm -hmm. i do believe that Mm -hmm. but i also think there's a way that you maneuver that i agree that a lot of this a lot of this bias Mm could have happened behind closed doors only for the simple fact i'm gonna agree with steve harvey about something that's how white people settle it they settle it behind closed doors i'm gonna agree with with steve harvey on one thing Mm -hmm. we got the maneuver differently because look at them they looking at us like look at them they can't even damn near get this shit right right you know like real i mean real talk i i agree with you 100 like we do gotta i i get it it just feels like he was being condescending talking about the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he definitely, we definitely do got to do better. Like, you know, like you said, Big Mama's house is like, everything happens behind closed doors. I don't ever remember seeing my grandmother argue with my grandfather. I don't ever remember, like, these white folks do that shit behind closed doors constantly. Yes, they do. Constantly, you know what I'm saying? Like, they handle million dollar mergers behind, behind closed doors. Don't nobody know shit. We don't know nothing. All we have is speculation, and it's all bullshit. And, but then when it comes to somebody who's supposed to be representing us, they got to pick and choose what they say. Yeah. Correctly. Because they don't understand that people look up to them. Or we have kids that look up yeah, to them. Because all they see true. is somebody that looks just like them. Yeah. Know? So it's like, they got to fix that shit. I do agree that we need to teach our kids who who they should look to as... You can look at him for a role model, but you have different role models. When it comes to work things. ethic, I think... You have different role models for different, as, different sections in your life. Mm-hmm. You know... I have a role model for somebody that I look at as an advocate. Mm-hmm. I have a role model for people that I look at for health. Mm-hmm. I have an advocate for a person that I look up to for pertaining to my work ethic. But all of those dip- there are different people because different people help me in different stages of my life. Mm-hmm. Is I love Beyonce, but is Beyonce the best actor in the world? No, she ain't gonna be the person she's, I look she's to. She's really not that great of an actress. No, she's not singer. gonna be. She's not gonna be the person I look to. Mm-hmm. Vocally, her work ethic, I can follow her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we just need to really explain to our children, and people need to see that not just our children, adults. Shit, you have different people in your life that helped you with different parts of your life. You can't look as at your hero as your everything. Mm-hmm. That celebrity that you admire as the person with everything that you need and that's what well, that's the, that's the thing between at b- 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 uh between admiration and I- idolizing somebody yeah. and people get it confused like yeah. i i'm i like i don't give a fuck like people always have to people have to think about against kanye i get it i understand a lot of stuff his ideologies a lot of people not agreeing with i don't i don't have to agree with everything you're saying to to right. like what you make 
he's one of the biggest inspirations I've had in my life. Yeah. In my adult life, like watching him from beginning to now, whatever, like I get his personal shit is fucking up, but the things he made, you cannot deny. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I look up to him for that. Not what he thinks about Trump or not what he thinks about certain yeah, people. I, think I people don't care don't about that. Remember that these people are human and they have flaws. Right. They're flawed just like me and you. Yep. They just so happen to be on television and, Every you know, day. highlighted. Mm-hmm. But, they ain't got the shit together. They looking for somebody for some damn advice. They like it's it's and that's the cycle. Like yeah. people don't realize that we're humans. We're we're humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I I I I just think like when it comes to the whole social media thing and when it comes to um you know wanting to be angry about something and like it's cool. We all have platforms. We all have to voice our opinion. We have to do you know have to say what we have to. Say. I believe everybody has a voice for a reason. Right. And if you feel the the if you feel like you need to speak, go ahead and speak. Go ahead and say what you got to say. But just because you say something that's factual does not mean it's not stupid. Um, and I think people need to pay attention yes, to that. Yes, that's true. It may be factual, but that does not mean it's not dumb. And, I mean, everybody is not going to say everything right. And you're not going to be politically correct all the time. And not everybody's going to drop but a I gem. Think, <laughs> but I also think that um, if you are not knowledgeable about mm-hmm. the topic... Don't say nothing until you read about it. I don't agree. don't look for social media for all your information because uh, uh you can fuck yourself over real nice. Thank you. Because social media can conjure up some shit that you don't even you ain't even heard of. It ain't in nobody's dictionary. The words that they formulated ain't right. Mm-hmm. Like the grammar on the post ain't ain't fucking right. They didn't they didn't pull <laughs> you know. I mean, Every quote is incorrect. Right. So, you know, you go to, don't speak on something that you're not knowledgeable about. That's what, that will be my advice. And to, I was, you know, just, we have the world in the palm of our hands. Just, we do. just look, look it up. Yeah. Libraries exist still. Don't, I mean, if, if you want to say something, that's at your own risk. If you're mm-hmm. willing to say something and you want to the back and forth and the tiff and tat, live your best life. That's all on you, brother. That's all on you. Because sometimes I ain't got time. Most of the time, I don't got time. I'm not about simple. to go to tiff and tat with folks. It's that simple. Like, yeah. uh, you know, but yeah, just, just, just everybody do their research. And it's like, uh, I, I don't even want to, like, this is, I think, uh, let's just shake that negativity off. Like, yeah. fuck all that shit. I think we should just, you know, continue uh, to do, live your best life. Yeah. Continue to create positive vibes around. Everybody and everything, and in in regards regards to the high fashion houses, go support a black business that you appreciate, mm-hmm. that you feel is worthy of your um investment of your coin. It's that simple because you know it's really good talented people out here that are creating fashionable things that you love mm-hmm. and it's of high value and won't shrink let's yeah, be you honest just, you just you don't have to always just and i'm speaking as an artist you don't always have to just buy paintings you don't yeah. have to just like i know i know plenty of black designers that make denim yeah i know you know what i'm saying but um we should also you know just let's just be black and be beautiful let's yeah black excellence is let's marry black let's make black babies let's 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 spend black money like let's just let's just be great let's just support black let's just be great you know what i'm saying so we so black over here that was so that was that was such a black and keep it at that you know the black you ever seen that uh 
Al- Alan Payne when he was in We Black at a Black Black CB4 yeah CB4 yeah <laughs> funny <laughs> that's I mean, what it sound like you were just saying I felt like it I felt like I went <laughs> I, I was about to go on a thing you know what I'm saying we got we got like 10 minutes left um I actually just want let's let's, let's keep it lighthearted and have fun or whatever okay we, and we had this conversation too um I saw a meme that said since it's, I feel like it's only fitting since it's the week after Valentine's Day Everybody, I, I, I seen a bunch of people got, got broken up with. I already seen that. I seen a lot of people mad, which oh, I don't, pro, I don't pr- promote people being sad. I don't promote that shit. But, um, I saw something funny and we spoke about this. It was about engagement and it said, if, if I, it, it said, ladies, don't, um, don't let him, don't let a man, I'm gonna paraphrase it cause I'm not gonna get it verbatim. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna get it verbatim. But the, the, the short end of the story was, don't let a man, it, uh, you're not supposed to be engaged for, for, for more than, um, eight months. There's a, if a man proposes to you, he should be planning to marry you within the next eight to nine months. Okay. It says, uh, when a man proposes to you and keeps you for three years, he's just trying to keep you away from everybody. I'll keep everybody else away from you. Do you believe that's true? That you should, you should, you should be planning your marriage immediately after you propose to somebody? Um, or if a guy promote, pr- proposes to you, if a guy proposed to me, I mean, it's, that depends on the person. Now, that's the individual choice to me. Okay. Because me specifically. And mind you, I saw this on social media too. Yeah. So. Me specifically, <laughs> I feel like if I'm, if you propose, if a guy proposed to me, mm-hmm. um, today, mm-hmm. I would probably want my engagement to last a year or a year and a half depending on how I think it depends on how much money you have saved up when you want your wedding to be mm-hmm. how large you want your wedding because weddings are investments think about it yeah. like they're big investments like depending on you know your wedding dress you got the wedding reception you got to pay for all this shit mm-hmm. like some people ain't got that money up front and they still want this huge wedding um and it might elongate your your engagement I personally feel like if you want a big wedding, just have a big wedding reception and just have a small ceremony and then do your wedding reception for a big wedding reception for your one year anniversary. That way you will have been married for a year. Mm -hmm. You know what you want. You guys would have saved some money Mm -hmm. and all of that type of stuff. But I mean, that's just me. Different strokes for different folks. I mean, there are men out there. Um, I mean, my mom told me a story about a lady that she knew who, uh, her one of her friends mm-hmm. he was the guy and his girl kept on asking him um when you're gonna give me a ring when you're gonna give me a ring when you're gonna give me a mm-hmm. ring he proposed to her he just gave her the ring and she was like what? oh she was going around like oh my god he gave me the ring blah 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 blah. we engaged we engaged so she, she went was back happy to just him to have that some status. she went back to my um my mom went back to him and was like Oh, I heard she was engaged. Oh, he was like, I didn't propose. She asked for a ring, so I just gave her a ring. So some dude. How literal was that? That's literal. Like, she asked like, for. I mean, let's be real. Some niggas just ain't shit. Like, you tell somebody you want a ring. Like, bro, you're going to get a fucking ring. Like, that's terrible. I mean, I, you know, you just might, I might fuck around and just ring your phone. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I just might fuck around and do that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying treat somebody like shit. I do believe if, 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 if you, if, if you get into a relationship, like a full blown relationship, you really need to like, yeah, have some consideration. Like, you know what? Maybe I should think about that. Yeah, don't be getting a ring for false pretenses, huh? Yeah, dude, we just gonna get, we gonna wear a ring, and I don't want you know niggas gonna stay away from me. You know what I'm saying like, <laughs> you sound just like them. I don't want nigga fucking with you. you know what I'm saying like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying I don't want nobody fucking with you. So. But um, no, nah, yeah, man, nah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. Put a ring on it, fellas, and keep it there. Keep, you fuck around, tell somebody keep it there. They're gonna be there for about ten years. Like, <laughs> no, like keep it there and walk down the aisle and redo the 
you know, the extra ring that go with it on top of that. Got ring. you. Got you. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess we have that now. So, um, yeah, I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. And, uh, yeah. This is has this has been episode one forty four of Coleman When It's Over. Please make sure you guys go follow the podcast yes. at underscore Coleman When It's Over. And you can follow us on Facebook at Call Call Me When It's Over. That was a mumble. It's okay though, but you got it out. <laughs> Facebook, Call Me When It's Over. Facebook, yeah. Call Me When It's Over. Like it and subscribe to our Facebook page and like us on follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and please subscribe to the show. Leave a comment, all that good stuff for review. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play. And you can catch us on our homepage at RageWorks.net. Yeah. So go ahead and follow us on all of those platforms. Please and do. We'll Shout out to Big Rich. Uh, speak up, speak out, leave your ego at the door. We're done. Bye. This is the greatest show on earth. Call me when it's over.